0: Dream Girl episodes are some of my most popular and my favorite to record because it's really just me talking about my mindset and lifestyle. Some of you probably know this, but starting out, I wanted to be a reality TV podcast and those episodes do like, okay, they do decent. But the first time I sat down to do a lifestyle episode, I got the worst case of imposter syndrome, but it ended up being my most popular episode. So I decided to just keep going with it. But I truly feel like from January to now, I've had such a shift in mindset and it's changed me so much for the better. Rehashing my dream girl simulation theory, for those who haven't listened to that episode from way back then, um, on my rough days, I literally just live my life and complete task with the mindset that I'm like in a little computer game called dream girl and Child Me has designed the perfect character and is playing and having fun. Um, if I'm at the grocery store, I'm like, okay, just enter dream girl mode, do what you have to do, complete the task, do what a dream girl would do. And that's what I do, <laughs> that that was a lot of news. But when I have no choice, I just have to get through the motions sometimes. When I'm having a hard time, I just channel that game in my head. There are times I forget who my dream girl is and what she's like. And these are just some good journaling or thinking questions I thought when, I need to find that dream girl again. The first question is, what have you been insecure about lately? Why does that make you insecure? What, if anything, can you do to change about this insecurity? I am anti-complaining for the most part. And if you cannot change something you're insecure about, literally just stop complaining about it. But these are about insecurities you probably, (laughs) not probably, but this is about an insecurity you can change, you know, within, within means, within means. If you're insecure about your nose, I'm not gonna say, go and find a way to get a nose job. If that makes you so insecure, fix it. No, not that extreme. I had a huge insecurity about my lack of friends. Like for the past like four years or so, I had men bringing up, like my family would ask me why I didn't have a ton of friends. And it was kind of embarrassing, I'm not gonna lie. So I decided to make an active choice and change the fact that I had no friends. It made me insecure because it really brought me back to my childhood. Growing up like in elementary school and everything, I was. And in high school, I was severely bullied. I barely had any friends. I think I had like three friends in all of high school. So like, I wasn't very popular. So as an adult, like, of course, a lot of people say this, but after graduating college, it's kind of hard to make friends, you know? And like a lot of my college friends, they went to different states, they did different things. And I just fell out of touch with a lot of them, but it made me insecure and it made me revert to my childhood me. and I'm like, is something wrong with me? And I just always felt like I was on the outside of the world huge just inside joke like i would see girls walking by and laughing and i'm like they are laughing at me and now like that i have friends and i'm like always with my friends when we're walking laughing i don't think me and my friends have ever like spotted a girl in public and we're like oh my god what is wrong with that girl what is she wearing not some random girl so it's just funny to me that when i didn't have friends i would always be thinking i'm like girls are so judging me severely for eating alone when I really don't have those thoughts and now i'm able to really go out and eat alone without any insecurity about it because like sometimes it's at this point i have so many friends and i spend so much time with my friends that no offense it's kind of nice to have some alone time and to go to brunch alone the next question is what lifestyle choices have you been making that are not honoring your dream girl what can you do to honor her and give her back her power you need to treat your dream girl quote unquote like you would like like you would beyonce or taylor swift you need to treat her with respect and you need to point out what you're doing that's not respecting her it's no secret that i'm a club rat and i truly do love like going i love music and dancing but i realized how clubbing was becoming a bad lifestyle choice for me i was going sometimes three or four days a week and even if i was waking up on time for the gym i still wasn't honoring myself i wasn't i wasn't showing up to the gym as my best self i wasn't showing up to my daughter as her best mother because I was hungover and I'm like, here's Cheerios for breakfast. Even though you normally get waffles, you know, I wasn't honoring my dream girl. I was being mean and not prioritizing growth. I went, this sounds so nerdy, but like I went a month not finishing a book, which is crazy for me. Like, I think that's the first time that I haven't read a book in a full month, probably since I was six years old, which is, you know, I wasn't prioritizing who I truly am to my core. I decided to take a step back and only go out if I really wanted to go. If it was a, yeah, I'll go, I was like, no, I wanted to only go out if I'm like, yes, I will go. I'm so ecstatic to go. I feel like I had a problem saying no to going out so many times because of my previous insecurities, you know, like I talked about with the previous question of like, Oh, in my childhood, I didn't have a lot of friends and I got made fun of sometimes. So I was always like trying to keep myself in these friend groups. But when I realized I'm like, my friends will either invite me somewhere else instead of the club or they'll drop me. And either way, I'm okay. And because I've become really comfortable in loneliness. Now my schedule's more revolved around like my workouts and my priorities. And I'll go to the club as like a reward if I complete like my weekly task or my dose chart. The next question is what experiences have happened in your life multiple times that you are making? To me, accountability is everything. It's the best way and the healthiest way to give yourself tough love. I'm so against being like, Ugh, I'm so fat, I'm so fat, I'm so fat and just constantly beating yourself up. But accountability is a healthy way to keep your priorities set. For me, I had to look at a big picture and a timeline of my life and see what mistakes of my life I was making continuously and what mindsets led me to make those choices and mistakes. I am literally so not good with drinking enough water. I'm better than a lot of people, but like also compared to a lot of like my gym rat friends and other people I know, I suck at drinking water. I am also a big shopper. I would buy a new water bottle thinking it would change the game for me. It would usually be pink maybe have some words of affirmation on it, but like after a solid week, the water bottle would end up in the cabinet or a trunk, not being used by me, and I'm still not gonna drink any water. I realize I'm the type to buy something as a motivating tool, and then I just don't use it. And that's because the things I'm truly passionate about, I don't need to buy anything to truly be into it. Even my podcast, when I first started it, I just recorded it on my phone. I didn't say, I'm gonna buy a microphone so I can get really serious about my podcast. Because immediately when I started recording it, I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I rewarded myself with something. And I realized just like, if I'm using something as a motivator, it's not gonna work. If I'm using something as a reward, it works for me personally. And in general, I realized with a lot of my relationships, like personal and friendship, on the all those types of things, people that were like, kind of getting me to chase a bone after them, I wasn't good at. But if somebody would kind of treat me poorly for a while and I did a bunch of nice things for them and then they like gave me a pat on the head, I kept going back to those relationships and those friendships. So once I realized that pattern, I had to cut it out. Next question is, if you were in a room with the person who hurt you most, what would you say? I take people who hurt me as like dragons in my simulation and the person who hurt me most is obviously like the final boss dragon who's stopping me from getting to my next level so i just gotta veto them and sometimes i really need to sit to myself and say like what do i need to say to this person for me to get over the situation or what do i even need to hear like if i'm addressing someone who hurt me am i gonna point out their wrongdoings and what they need to fix about themselves or am i pointing out how much they hurt me like if you date a guy and he goes to jail for I don't even know, armed robbery, but you cuss him out and you're bringing up the fact that he made you feel ugly. Why are you, why are you, no, your problem isn't even with him. Your problem is with you. So think about that. Think about the person that has the most weight on your shoulders and is it an internal problem? And if not, what did they do to you? The last question is, when will you feel like you've made it? This is a good question to just like look into what the next level of your dream girl life is. I think if you don't have a big goal or value set, find it. It gives you so much clarity and certainty. I could do a whole episode on finding your values or scripting your life, but I think it's just important to have a clear goal and a big picture. Like what will make me feel like, oh, dream girl simulation game over. Like a game like the Sims is never over, but if it could be, how would it end for you?